Hello, friends, and welcome to the Dice at the Table podcast. I am your DM and storyteller, Drew Smith. However, we're switching it up. Instead of our normal content that we're going to be giving you guys today, this is a special bonus episode. Uh, we're calling it Between the Character Sheets. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to just kind of hang out talk with everybody and uh, kind of get to know more about the players behind the characters uh, that you guys are listening to on a weekly, semi-weekly basis. And also uh, just kind of like what we do around here, you know, like just how, how things go. And it's just kind of like a little bonus episode since last week's was kind of short. And I know that we wanted to give you guys a little something extra to just tidy over until we give you our next chunky episode, which we are going to be recording next. So, uh, yeah. Without further ado, I am joined today at the table, as always, by my lovely wife, Allie. Hello. Our good friend, Sherry. What's up? <laughs> and our good friend, Missy. What's up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. See, we're keeping it real informal Damn today. It, Allie. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking ruined it. <laughs> it's whatever. She didn't know what was going on. This is weird. It's new. It's different. We're just we're getting we're getting loose with it here, guys. It's very informal. Um, I really enjoyed between the character sheets. Yeah, it's between hilarious. the sheets. Yes, yes, indeed. So we're gonna take a dive no between the sheets. Cash. Yes, yes, indeed. Let's tuck it in. So when we start <laughs> with you, Drew, how when did you start playing? What you got you into this? Uh, how long have you been a DM? So, uh, well, it's That's weird. That's probably a lot to unpack, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's good, though, because it's weird, really. When you think about it, I mean, I guess I've kind of been a DM for pretty much ever, just because I've always been into telling stories. But, like, it's different with this, especially, like, recording a podcast. Being a DM in general, you pretty much just are more or less the storyteller. A lot of people take different views on that. They Sometimes they think that it's characters versus the DM, and that's not how we run it here. And that's no. not how an environment that I like try to foster anyway. I like to make it so that we are all co-opting a story together. You guys have your own individual stories that you have all kind of started to write in your heads about your characters, and I have something that I kind of would like to have those characters experience along the way as they grow into the people that they're going to become. And that's kind of like where I, I take that from, and it's so so... In that case, getting into DMing for D&D, I kind of just fall into it naturally. People, people will always tell you that you don't really choose becoming a DM. DMing chooses you. Because it, it does. It, if you think about it, you have friends. Well, certain people just have it. Well, and, and really what it is is... It, it, it becomes the game of noses, you know, when you're sitting around the table, everybody because everybody to gets play. together. Because it's this is how all DM games are usually or D and D games are usually birthed. So and so gets on whatever messaging board or calls their friends up and is like, "Hey, I want to play Dungeons and Dragons." So cool. Well, I want to play. Cool. Well, everybody gets to the table now. You get some friends together. You pick a day. Everyone's there, and then it's like, "All right, well, who's going to be the DM?" And then, like, you know, like, it, nobody really ever, like, kind of jumps up for that, usually. It's not, like, one of those things, because a lot of people, it's very nerve-wracking. It's super intimidating. There's a lot to have to go through for that. So a lot of people, I think, are very, like, you know, timid at first to get into it. But really, you just kind of got to jump two feet into it, because that's the, that's how I got into it. It was just one of those things where you guys, we all wanted to play. We had all had issues, and not issues, but we had had previous games that we have tried and with other groups realized that maybe that their certain styles weren't for us. Yes. And so... Because we have played together in other capacities. We have, yeah, and that was the thing. Yeah. So I've played D&D &D for a couple of years now. I know 
couple of you guys have that's actually how we kind of all not really met but how we kind of started our friendship was through yes. D and magic the gathering yes magic the gathering but uh <laughs> a lot of magic back in the day yeah but um but it's all that all that same stuff <clears throat> and in that same like realm of fantasy like we were all like real big fantasy heads and then we all we all kind of came to that realization of like you know hey man we could do, we could play D and D that'd be fun we could do that too yeah we've had groups we've played uh in the past and stuff like that but like it between scheduling issues and other things it just wasn't for us we we had played games before but like dming was something that i never thought that i was just able to like ready to do yet because i didn't even own any of like the material or anything like that at that point but yeah we had pl- we had played other games in other systems and tried previous editions too i think right we played mm-hmm. three five we played advanced I've only DMV. ever played five e with you yeah yeah because yeah uh, no we well, did try a three five i think with uh one of our other friends who ran a campaign no no i mean oh yeah like through I, me i've i only run three five yeah Correct. And I then when you got with us and we started doing this, yeah, I saw oh, you, you and I have played finish. others. Yes. yes, we played AD and we played three five. We've, we've played, played some slogs, and those ones are just like they're very math yeah, heavy, three, number yeah, crunchy, three, and they all have their place in history yeah. and in the hearts of gamers. You said you played before too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and you've played. Some, I played so, Deary's daughter. <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah, and you played. So uh, I was the only one. You were the only one that had never played. I have not had any other DM than you. Yeah, I have only ever played five. We are gonna go around and ask everybody that question. Yeah. As soon as he gets to the original point. Yeah, which was I don't even remember because that was the thing that was so much. When did you start playing? Yeah. Well, it started playing like around a table uh, a couple of years ago, really, like really started playing. There were always those things that everybody does where it's like, the, hey, we're going to play D&D and then it never happens. Yeah. Everybody rolls our characters and then, you know, yep. it just dies. That happens a lot. So, actually. yeah, it does. And I'm sure everybody who to listens to this, you know. When you have adults with lives. Yeah. 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 Or it was even tough yeah. then too because we I was like a college kid too at times when I tried playing D&D and then nobody's schedules synced up. Yeah. So really as an adult is when I was really able to start playing yeah. officially about four years ago. Yeah. yeah. Started DMing too. Um, I started playing, let's see, we've been playing for two years at our home, home game. Camping, yes. Um, together. With together, Missy all together, yeah. And her partner, Adam. <clears throat> yep. Right. We've all been playing. We started with Saltmarsh. Yes. Yep. Yep. So we've been playing that for two years. That was two years in July. And then uh, before that, um, it was a couple of months before that, we played another home game with somebody that Drew worked with. And so that was my first game, actually. What was the character for that? Um, I made the horrible mistake of starting with a uh, homebrew um Ooh. Uh, what is it? It was a homebrew that she found that we found through Pinterest, even actually. So it yeah. wasn't even like material that was necessarily made strictly. It was such through, a good like, idea, but D&D the Beyond or actual mechanics of it did not work out well. No. And we tried to homebrew the homebrew, and it would have been a mess if that game had continued on, but it did not. Um, but she was uh, uh, like basically an like elven a princess? noble, like yeah. between a noble oh. and a princess, kind of. And she had a handmaid that came with her that. Um, had kind of morphed into a rogue sort of thing. So I had started very naively trying to play two characters at once, basically. And oh I had never played before. You went in balls. Oh, yeah, too. I was ready to go. It was yeah. great. Like, I was really gung-ho about trying to figure it out. Um, and then once we actually started to play and I had actually learned how all the mechanics work and everything like that, I realized how very broken the character was, at least for somebody who was a beginner at D&D and... Um, we were trying to start making 
turns and changes so that I wasn't playing two characters. But that game kind of fizzled out because, like we've said, it's hard to keep adult games going and people have lives and there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, work and such. So yeah, that we have kids. Hard, and but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that um, was the first first foray for you, yeah. Right. And yeah. then we all got together and play started playing and we were able to make it work for a whole long time and yeah. still are. It's great. I yeah. love it. Um but yeah. Uh the thing that really got me into it though, the thing that really changed it from a oh yeah, that's a cool game, you know, for people that are really big nerds, you know. Okay. Um but I just didn't understand how it was played mm. and then I listened to a podcast uh, that was really, really great. And it kind of just made it a lot easier for me to understand how it's played and how it's like a storytelling game and everything. Which podcast was um, I listened to the NADPod. Um, Brian Murphy is the DM. But not another D&D podcast. Yes. Which you should definitely check out if you are a fan of live play D&D oh, yeah. podcasts. It, sure. it really changed um, how I was able to understand D&D. And it made a thing that was like, oh, yeah, that's for other, like my friends who are really, you know, can do that. They can sit in, uh, around and, and tell a story that way. And I didn't realize that I can also very, very much, very excitedly tell a story that way too. Once I was understanding like how the game played, it's like, oh, that's something I can get. That's not hard at all. That is a hell of a promotion. You can't pay for that. I mean, yeah, right, it really, yeah. I mean like it, I, it, I would ha happily, like, I tout it to anybody who's trying to get into it because it really, really, really changed how I could see it and understand it. So definitely, if anybody's trying to get into it and you don't understand how it goes, check out Not Another D&D Podcast. It's I'm on anything you can find, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's on all the major platforms. Yeah. Same place you guys can find us. If you're listening to us on Spotify, you can find it on If listening to this, you have absolutely heard of that. I'm yeah, right? absolutely Mostly. sure you have, yeah. <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. But definitely check them out if you haven't. Please Because do. they're worth a listen. Yes. How did you get into it, Miss Melissa? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I know, I just Melissa'd you. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I don't know trouble? that I've ever called you that before. Am I in trouble? I don't think you have either. It sounded very unnatural. <laughs> um Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I started playing with you in your basement. That's right. In my <laughs> I don't remember much about that. Me either. I remember my character's name. Her name was Buttertweak Raven Fluff. Mm -hmm. She was a perky gal. I don't know. I don't remember she was much. Plucky. Yeah. She was she was a sprightly cute little thing. And then when uh I was invited to play with the Smiths uh two years ago in July. I was going through character names, and I came up with Deary, and I got to thinking it would be really funny if it was just like my other character's mom. So <laughs> I made her Deary Raven Fluff, and oh dearie, I oh, did dearie. not oh, dearie. <laughs> the chaos. We've They're actually discussed Deary on our podcast. I believe we and have. And Markham. Yes. Yes, we have. I've, we've done things in honor mm -hmm. of. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. And then you, um, you also were like a big, big player in magic too, right? Like you got into like some of that stuff I as well. Did. Yeah. Um, so I did. I didn't really Butcher, I like buy my own cards or make my own decks. I, I, you know, I, I played with people who have a lifetime supply of that stuff. Yeah. Right, but it's good for um, so many but I, I, had, I, I had a great time playing. I remember the BBD was my favorite. Yes. Uh, the big black deck. Yes, that's, that was one of mine. That was yeah, my first was. deck. But that's a fun little way to like kind of get people into like mm -hmm. that fantastic totally. realm of like imagining things and being able to play with creatures and like really kind of 
also, uh, like, yeah, morph in your own head what you think these things look like and how they're interacting with their world around them. It is a very base way of kind of putting that fantasy role play into it, too. And then you can expand upon that. And it's also, with Wizards of the Coast being a D&D and Magic company, like, they own both, they're the parent of both companies, it's, it is really nice to see those crossovers yeah, that are happening now, too. Yeah. So you can actually take characters. You play magic and you get to see all the beautiful art designs of, like, yeah. some of these creatures, and then when you go and play D&D, you have, you know... You already have concepts. You were already thinking head. of those, but now they're actually yeah. bringing those yeah. characters and giving yeah. them stats to go along without having to work it out at yourself. Which brings us back to... Butter tweak Raven. Yes, and the character, the initial <laughs> I've character. I've got a couple points I want to make about Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tweak. No, because I wanted to get I wanted to swing back to that too <laughs> yeah, and go, go back to the initial uh, stuff. They might be yeah, so, dive in. so that <laughs> this was a failed attempt um of me DMing something and I honestly can't remember anything about it because yeah. back then we used to play at night and drink beer and other types oh, of Oh yes. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we would get we would yeah. and stuff and, and Those now, are boozy see, that's one thing that we do now at our table is we play in the morning mm-hmm. now and we drink coffee and usually eat lots of snacks and stuff, we keep ourselves well we take care of ourselves because we're playing we a take, game we yes, have but like, pizza instead we yeah, we're doing we're doing good session. and we're trying to keep and ourselves on track we take really good notes and, yeah you know but so yeah, it was tough to remember those next days because you'd come back the next week from the table and you'd be like, "Hey, I what happened?" Remember nothing about it. No, and you can't read your own notes because half of no. the time after you've had a few, you stop caring about taking yeah, notes. Exactly. So you're like only yeah, writing the silly jokes. Into that the you game, game that you forget to take the notes. We did play yeah. at night at first couple times. We, we did. We did. That was really big. Yeah. No, we've we, we've yeah. learned we've learned as a, as yeah. a group that we work better in the mornings as a as a. I mean, we are socializing. We're having a yes. great time, but we are playing a game and that requires math and things. Come on. Yeah, and really, it and makes then it a lot easier to and words butter and tweak one more time <laughs> and butter tweak mother Deary, yeah. who plays in our campaign and my character in this campaign is. His name is Oswin J. Huxley, Hux. and he is madly in love with Deary, <laughs> the de- dread pirate Deary Ravenfluff, and. Even has written sea shanties about her and is absolutely obsessed. And oh now she's, gosh. you know, recently kind of been like giving him a little inkling that, you know, maybe things could happen. And then all of a sudden we're discussing this and she and Missy, the person, <laughs> mentions maybe <laughs> Butter Tweak's father is. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Well, one one thing that I do remember about her is she was half elf. <laughs> and it wouldn't be outside of the realm of possibility because it ain't going to be Markon. Oh! oh! It ain't going to be. Markon would just light it on fire. <laughs> it's too bad. Almost too bad. I, not the baby? <laughs> yes. <laughs> not the baby. <laughs> I would like yes. to say probably not the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dead ass. Dead ass. <laughs> First dead ass. So. Oh, Lord. But, uh, yeah, I started playing, like, um, you know, fucking ten years ago or something, but in in groups where we were playing at night, and there were a lot of us, and it was, like, starting new campaigns all the time and not taking great notes and probably drinking more than I should have been at the table and things like that. Like, so, and to be honest, playing 3-5 and, and even AD&D, it's not the same as... I, I like five, 5e. 5e is definitely more streamlined. It's they, streamlined. They, it's like you they, can learn the game. People say dumbed it down or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. No, they've yeah. made it. They've consolidated. They exactly. made it more concise. It's good. It's very easy to understand. Well, because back in before like, that, I could I couldn't even fucking 
I've always played human fighters because that was like the base of what I thought I could handle. Yeah. Yeah, almost. Well, and, and it's one of those degree. things where even when you take something as simple, and again, I, it also adds more artistic freedom to the player too, because when you take something like perception checks in 5e and translate that to 3.5, it gets broken down into like sight yeah. and hearing and smell or whatever. Like, I don't know if it's they just break a it waste down. of paper, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, now you have individual numbers for each thing, so like you could be better at hearing than you are at smelling. And yes, while that is very in depth about your character, if it gets to the point where something like you know you are required to smell a poison to sniff out a poison in a fucking goblet, and you have a shit smell check, now you're fucked. And this guy drinks the poison and dies, and everybody else is like, dude, that's clearly rotten or whatever. Like, like you just can't smell it. Yeah, like right, like that's like how silly is that? But like the best part about rolling it all up and just put just calling it perception is that now it allows you all to put the onus on you too you guys can be like i'm gonna roll or i would like to take a really good look at this and i'm just gonna be like all right yeah uh you can go ahead and make a perception check yeah and just like yeah i'm, re- I'm really trying to like smell it like i really want to like figure out like if there's something funky coming off of it does it smell like decay what am i what am i getting here out of this room like you can really like put the onus on what senses you're trying to evoke uh-huh. from me Right. So that I can then give you the information that you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Instead of the other way around where the dice are deciding some arbitrary number into whether or not your character gets to smell something in a room, you know, like, or hear something through a door. It's like, you can kind of fudge it too a little bit more. It makes for better storytelling for one. I, I would hate to play. A lower number doesn't necessarily mean a, a pass or a fail. That's all up to you on how you want to do that. Oh, that's another thing too. That could be a whole other like podcast are you kidding me on just right, whether right. or not critical fa- on like fails right. and right and, and successes you want to try and keep us on task about what we were trying to talk about right. originally and now wax on to certain <laughs> right. things exactly. in, which, into the D realm do, of conversation which is one more thing i want to mention yes. although you only get maybe an hour or so of material we are sitting our happy asses around this table for six plus hours yeah it's a process <laughs> i mean there's there's a little bit of because we, again, we are there are show. many yeah, but there's many breaks. <laughs> yes. A lot yeah. of breaks. Uh, we make sure that, like I said, we're eating, so we're always like ordering pizza mm-hmm. or something like that for a lunch and taking lunch break. Uh, you know, and we are also doing this in my household, the household of myself and Allie oh, here. So we yes. have uh, children that are very lovely and very supportive, <laughs> but also very loud sometimes. Very rambunctious. <laughs> so uh, very spirited. You closely. You don't even maybe. Need you may to not even need closer. to listen very yeah. closely at all. If you hear them. <laughs> Some of the if episodes. you hear some random thumps, it is uh, the homemade sound effects of the lovely children. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, just as another just quick little like us. shout out, because uh, I don't know if we actually did this or not uh, for that episode. We did. The episode where you guys were, yes, it was uh, we did mention that it was, we did tell the did people tell though. No. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I was making sure that we did that now, no, which no, is that no, we, we have not revealed the fact that the like singing, creepy kids singing the year. Those are our children. Those are yeah, mine and, like and Allie's children. Two or something like that. Yeah, yeah it was where we made it are... through the um the like the lumber right the before the lumberjacks. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, the creepiest sounds were the Smith children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the children singing that we avoided <laughs> was yeah. my own spawn. Uh, yes, <laughs> it's still every time I, I hear it, it gives me. Chills. I love it. It's awesome. It's great. And um, they I <clears throat> I did make the I don't want to say mistake, but I did tell them that it was supposed to be creepy, and so then they purposely made. It sort of dissonance. And, yeah, it didn't have to do anything really much. Yeah, to, I just stretched to out it. the end of it. Yeah. I think that was it for it's the ending wonderful. of it. They, they, it was all them. They're so creative. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of complications involved in this, and there's a lot of editing that we do. But for the most part, uh, so that, and that's really one of the biggest things that makes it different from 
a home game is that like we do have a little bit more freedom here so that if I start to describe something and then I like I'm reading the wrong paragraph, we can just completely cut that out from the show. And then I can actually read the right damn thing, and you guys can hear what you're supposed to hear instead of me going on for five minutes about some stupid shit that we don't even need to get into right now. Yeah, like, or like we're looking for something in our character sheets or whatever. Which, yeah, and and little know, stuff like that, or like you guys asking questions about like yeah, gotta pee, or what does this do? Everybody's got to pee. Yeah, how does this work exactly? Or how like you know you can ask me little mechanical questions about stuff that maybe not necessarily everyone needs to hear, you know, and we can cut those things out. Uh, but really, I mean. A lot of what I do is improv stuff anyway. You know, like there's there's a, a plan and a rough like outline, but I'm not sitting here and like saying like I have to hit like all of these notes. I'm not like following right. a full If it plan. doesn't follow what seems like a natural, um, like an organic direction to get to that point, then it's not, you know. It's yeah. something we have to find a different time to hit. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's just one of those things that we've had to do that. a couple. But it's of the times. benefit of having the podcast is being yeah. able to edit for sure. Yeah. 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 Drew, when you were playing and not being a forever DM. Yeah. What was your favorite kind of type of character to play? Yes. When I was a young lad <laughs> back when I had dreams. No, um, uh, the characters that I always enjoyed playing the most were ones that had some sort of I always like playing characters that were like purposefully flawed. Mm-hmm. Like I, I loved giving myself something more to fight against other than just what the DM threw in front of me. Because then not only did I cause more just drama in general. And when I say drama, I don't mean like, oh my God, this is happening, but just shit happening in general. Like you have, uh, you make a character who you know is going to be like, I, I like having a negative in my stat sheet. A lot of people don't care for that so much, but I'm okay with that. Like, I was always one of those people who, like, I'm okay with my dude being really bad at some stuff, because we all are. I'll tell you right now, yeah, I can tell a great story. I'm sure you guys get wonderful pictures in your head from the words that I say. If you ask me to paint this shit down, it would look like trash. I cannot paint. (laughs) And because of your gorgeous storytelling, I think you... And that was a great answer. Yeah. But I really meant specifically racing class. <laughs> oh, well, no worries. Uh, yeah, but that no, was an good. awesome answer. <laughs> what a no. DM answer. Was a DM answer. <laughs> yeah, see? This I was is like, what well, I can't turn it off. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to answer that. I'm I can't turn like, it off. Uh, Boom and it, smashy dude. I don't know. I would say probably, like, <laughs> my favorite uh, my favorite things to play were always... I, I, I love the versatility of, of druids. Druids and clerics, because um, as a DM, too, now especially, I've learned, but back beforehand, I always loved the ability of being able to switch my spells up on the fly. Druids and clerics give you that ability over any other spellcaster, and they're super versatile with that ability. You can you can wake up every day, pretty much, and just choose from an entire plethora of spells at your fingertips, and you just, you can, you, you know at a moment's short rest, or long rest, rather, that you can get your character ready for any encounter that's coming up. So I always liked having that versatility there. So druids or clerics were amazing to play. And uh, I think probably one of the more fun races is dwarf, just because yeah. I like that contrast of, I like playing short races. I'm so tall. I'm over six, seven. So like I'm, I'm over, over six, six and a half seven. feet tall. Uh, I, well, yeah. Uh, the, He's six, eight folks. <laughs> Not quite there. But the door didn't quite. Anyway. Um, so yeah. Uh, but anyway, under six nine. I'm under there six you nine. Go. There you go. There you I'm go. a tall. I'm a tall dude, and I like playing short races. And it's one of those things where I just because I, I personally and not basketball. 
Yeah, <laughs> not basketball. But yeah, norm, gnomes and dwarves are always fun. I like the short folk. That's I just cool. I always enjoyed that like dynamic of me being able to literally put myself into a whole different like perspective. I like dynamic. it. That's fun. What do you like? Oh, yeah. I just pointed at no. Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. I, I did try a druid one time, like an idiot back maybe my second campaign or something, but I had no clue what I was doing. I think it only lasted two. That wasn't 5e, right? You played in a different... It, three five, it was 3-5. Three three five, five, yeah. so, yeah. From what I have heard, because I do not have experience myself, 3-5 uh, is um, quite difficult, especially when playing a I Druid. didn't know how to play the game. Yeah. I didn't know really how to play the game until we started playing Saltmarsh. Yeah. And I, like I said, usually human fighters, which in this case, it also was a human fighter, but this time I finally got to learn how to play the game so that now mm-hmm. I can play something like a druid yeah. or an elf. You're able to branch out. I am very want. much enjoying playing a druid being and able an to elf understand because it's completely different from anything I've done before. Being able to understand the mechanics of the game makes it yes. able for you it's to so build a character. To to <laughs> yeah. 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 And appreciate the character's <laughs> mechanics exactly. too yeah, because that's totally. the other thing. Like, some people are just like, oh, well, yeah. the elf, whatever. Like, they're, they're thinking more conceptually in their head about like what they want their character to look like but like, there are a lot of really cool benefits to being an elf. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that you're immune to charm spells pretty much. Or you That's have an advantage against them. You only them. have to tra- transfer for four hours. Yeah, you only sleep for four like, hours. So that makes it. Like, so how many times has that saved us in Salmars? So yeah. Like, anytime you guys are doing crunchy campaigns like that where there's like a time frame that you really need to get on, having somebody in your party who can, and especially if they're like a heavy spellcaster, like spellcasters that are elves, so much of a monster just because like, Oh, you mean I can take four hours just chill in the back of the van real fast and while we drive to the next place back. and I'm I'm good to fuck again? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like. So does that ready. mean that oh, druid um, is your favorite? Food's on the way. Just see. Oh, does yes, that mean that your favorite is a druid to play then? Oh, uh, I can't say that it's my favorite right now yet because we've only just kind of begun, and I really enjoy Hux's smashiness and. I don't have to do shit. I can just sit there and enjoy being around the table with you guys and enjoy the game. Yeah. I don't have to come up with anything, really, because, I mean, you guys do enough of that. Right. Like, you guys are really, like, character... Heavy hitters. do things that, heavy. Yeah. I mean, I'm a literal heavy you hitter. You are literally the heavy hitter of our group at Salt Marsh, for yes. the Salt Marsh table. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. yeah that's... But it's a t- tie-up between Poe, Ellie's character, and... Deary, Missy's character, who is the most deadly, I think. This is true. Ooh. So now I'm going to turn it. Yeah, that's a tough what one. Is, what is Missy's favorite uh, race and... Uh, um, no, what type of character do you like to play? Really break it down. Yeah. The type of character I like to play is the type that gives fear boners. Yes. And so yeah, true. It's true. Oh. Um, she do. Yeah. I really love my character, Deary, more than... Um, I, so let's see. There was Butter Tweak. There was Deary, Stormy, and Katya. So I, I've played a decent number of characters. All of them are beautiful women. Because I mean, come on, <laughs> aren't we all? Yes. <laughs> you got to put a little bit of yourself oh, into your character. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, but Deary is absolutely my favorite because she is so deadly and so intimidating, but so sexy. Yeah, she really um, is. Yep, she is. Um, although she's looking a little crazy nowadays, she has a hat that is just the head of a bear. Mm-hmm. One in battle, of and, course. And yes, one in battle, and dangling from it 
also one in battle are <laughs> the small gourd like shriveled dicks of her enemies <laughs> she she's a bit ruthless that's what she <clears throat> do she she takes she snatches up them dicks after a fight man <laughs> <clears throat> she has a collection she has a collection she has a habit that's what i do i take the dicks and i do the things she warns them first though so it's extra I really she do. takes the dicks and she swings through the air with yes. this oh, I do. I haven't done that ease. in a little while because I have spider climbing shoes and they have kind of spoiled me a little bit. Well, okay, so you haven't swung through the air. You've just hung from <laughs> the eaves <laughs> in the air menacingly. Yes, it's been awesome. Hugs always enjoy Absolutely it. Absolutely enjoy it, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. So that's your favorite. Is uh, what, what class is she? She is an arcane archer. Uh, that's a fighter class. Right. And a drow. Yeah. yeah. And typically they live underground and are horribly evil. Um, but I had to tweak her a little bit so that she could be a pirate. Well, and because... We, yeah, because we also wanted to make sure, like, normally they come with sunlight sensitivity, I think, is one they of the things. Do, they I do. I didn't... Like, this is... We weren't going to be completely underground for the home campaign, so I don't want to give jive. you... Like, that was going to be so fucked if you had yeah. to deal with that for everything. <laughs> Why does the air hurt my face? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> what is this ball of fire in the sky that like, makes theory. everything? <laughs> so, yeah. if she is not your favorite, mm-hmm. then that begs the question: What is? Well, I'm not sure yet. That's totally valid. I mean, there's a lot. I played a tiefling and yes, a water genasi. Yeah, the water genasi. Another like storm with the water genasi. Yeah, campaign. I didn't. I didn't really get a feel for everything she could do. Right, yet, we only dipped so. our toe into that campaign for a few we weeks. Yeah. We did decide that every time she got upset, she would get over dramatic and melt into a puddle. That was <laughs> that was fun. That kind of uh-huh. shit, though. Um, like, I love that. Uh, <sighs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm really just looking to experience all of them yeah. because there's no way I can know my favorite yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And I mean, there's yeah. so many I'm options. Really, really. Forward to playing like a, a, a gnome or a dwarf. Because I've made a bunch of characters and haven't yeah. really done any of them. Right. Except for Leafy. Right. Give um, me a little taste. <laughs> right, I feel right. like, uh, for me, that's, that's the same thing for me, is I have only played, um, this is my fourth character, I Ever? Think. Yeah, I think so. Ever. Fourth character, yeah. Because I played the two for my first beginning home thing. And then Poe is my main, she's my main girl. Um, she is the tiefling wizard. And I got really familiar with Wizard through that. So that's probably the one that I'm most familiar with. Uh, but I can't really say that I have a favorite yet because I played a bard, a dwarf bard mm-hmm. with Axel for that short, short one. And that was really starting to be fun. And that really didn't, we didn't get the chance to blossom into those characters. Yeah. And I feel like there was yeah. lots of potential there we, that we, we were left feeling a little impotent with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Well, it's a good word we had it. hit a creative wall when we were trying to, at that point, we were trying to bounce between our original salt, salt marsh and also trying to play, uh, it was Barkstock, right? Yeah, well, we, we had intended yes. to make a podcast out of it. That's right. Initially, that yeah, was what well, that was going to be. But then that kind of like, yeah. yeah, it fizzled and it, fizzled. it just became a little bit, we, we kind of like this format a little bit better too yeah. where it was more our uh, first attempt did not go yeah well, so no we and i figured and i like this i like this idea a little bit more with the attempt at a podcast of making this because this also isn't like a traditional D campaign either necessarily i feel like most traditional campaigns push you guys in like one specific end game direction from the jump or maybe there's like you know an overarching mm-hmm. big issue in the background that you know eventually you're going to be getting involved in kind of similar to what we're doing and then all of your episodes and missions leading up to that are all clearly defined 
pathways and routes to get you to this end situation. Whereas we're kind of trying to do something more episodical, something that feels a little bit more like, you know, sitcom-y. Something where it resets itself. Like, the days don't necessarily have to bleed in, like, one right after the other. You know, episode 10 does not lead into episode 12, where episode 10 is day 10 and episode 12 becomes day 12. Like, they, there is long spans of time that can happen between each episode or, or each or yeah, shorter short spans, ones. exactly. Yeah, it's it gives the, us it, that freedom. It's a yeah. little bit, yes. Yeah, we Definitely. can we can fill in the gap with what information needs to be put in, and then still further the story without having to go day to day to day to day to day because exactly. that can be difficult mm-hmm. and we, we also do that feel... in Salt Marsh. Like we have been so meticulous about keeping every second. It is, and it's second. all ruined now. We've been playing it for oh, two no. years, and we're we still only on day, like, 58 or 63. Oh, we're not actually sure. sure we got sucked into the Feywild somehow. if you want to call that ruin, because we don't know the day. <laughs> I don't I don't think we... I don't, well, I mean, we're so not you don't know the day. Anymore is, what day. is what it is. That's exactly so. The yes. players don't know the players. what the day is, because we went don't to the Feywild. Don't make it seem like that there's not somebody keeping track of that shit, we know you are. We, we also know that we have shit that we need to be worried about that's happening in real time, like dinosaur, dinosaur, Not dragon that. eggs. Dragon eggs on flammable <laughs> dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are there, too. Yeah, I mean, there's triceratops sure. and shit like that. that t- there's a Tarrasque in D&D. That's a fucking is, dinosaur. That's yeah. a dinosaur. Yeah. doesn't like. That's very dinosaur-esque. <laughs> I think the opposite mm. would be what we would have to worry about. At least he would taste good with the spice bag on his hip. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, we would get cooked first. Just so you guys are aware, too, as to how like this is all going yeah, down around the table right now. We're just kind of sitting here drinking our coffee. We just had some lunch right now. We all have microphones in front of us. So the way that I'm running this system right now is I have a mixing board sitting right next to me that has all of our XLR microphones running into it. And then through that, it's all getting mixed and recorded into my PC that's about five feet away from us right now. And through that, we're able to all have our own individual levels on microphones. We've tried it with less before and it just kind of feels... Oh, there's been a lot of uh, trial and error. error. For sure, with all of this, because we've had a couple of different uh, hardware setups, a couple of different computer setups running, and we've finally been able to settle on what works for us. Uh, at least for now. At least for now, yeah. yeah. Well, we first started playing way back before we thought we were big shit with the podcast, though. We still don't. We think recorded that. <laughs> on my phone. On your phone. Yeah, yes. it was my phone. And yeah. way back, way back in the day, um, Drew and Allie would surprise us all with these fucking crazy masterpiece sets. Like for you, anybody who's played Salt Marsh, one of the first things you do is go to the haunted house of the alchemists. Yeah, yeah, the the. Mansion, the haunted uh, mansion, mansion on thing the on the hill, hill yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so these guys, <laughs> I made the literally mansion, <laughs> created the mansion, like yeah. so our characters could be in there, yeah. like. Um, yeah, we're definitely gonna post pictures of that. Yeah, post for sure. I actually was just looking through because we mm-hmm. it showed my memories from yeah. on Google from a couple of years ago for the Google Photos that we because it was about this time two years ago that you three years ago that you were building that. Yes. So. Yes. We had that made, and then by the end of this, like, fall we is when we had introduced it to everybody and finally showed it to them. It took us yeah. a little bit of time, it but it was so really great. well done. So she did excited. an amazing job with a lot of this stuff. It was really cool. Uh, it's beautiful. We bought. We went to a couple of different uh, craft stores and bought, like, all that fake peat moss stuff that you can buy in the bags and stuff, and, like, the little pebbles, mm-hmm. and then we would, like paint glue down and then dust the pebbles on there and then everything that didn't stick to the glue fell off and there's your there's your cobblestone walkway to the house 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. We it's went not hard. even close <laughs> to actually finished, but it was done enough for the use for what we used it for. It's pretty then. cool. Yeah. And then also you did the ship too, right? Oh yeah, the I sea did. Ghost. The sea ghost didn't make it quite near as the detail that the haunted mansion did, but we did at least get the layout, so we were able to move the pieces. It comes apart into. Uh, it stacks like three high, five four high, separate yeah. pieces. Yeah, because you've got the. I have the two top decks and then the main deck. And then there's, I I actually did the level for the bilges, which you you don't need to have, but yeah, there is. And since you're going to bother taking photos of those things, you should also show everybody your awesome character sheets. Um, My alternative character sheets, Uh because I cannot find the information on the regular printout types. I have to make my own home, um, homemade versions on paper. So yeah, we do use we do use D D Beyond for a lot of oh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, uh, lot. Like I have uh, all of my encounters are built through their encounter builder. Uh, we have a lot of our information that we get through there, and I love a lot of the stuff they do. Unfortunately, their print out character sheets just are a little lacking sometimes, and just in terms of how much information that is trying to be squeezed onto one sheet of paper, mm-hmm. sometimes it's just hard to look at a page with a bunch of numbers on there. And really try and make sense of it all. Right. And some of us just like to well, make pretty things. That's right. Well, that's what I'm saying. But then you My can brain pick works and pull in the particular ways. And you. I have like whole booklets that we've made. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, I do. I have a uh, mini half binder that I have filled with sheets that I have drawn and made with little like templates and boxes and stuff like that. But in my brain, if I have handmade this with my own hands and tools and stuff like that, I know exactly where on this character sheet I need to look for this information because she I'm the one who put it there. Versus... Yeah. With well, her hands. I and have done it with my hands versus like my feet would probably not turn out in a legible sense to like which I would be able to something. read. Yeah. yeah do it with my mouth. <laughs> look what I can do. <laughs> well, we that probably yeah. would be genuinely useful. enjoy being around the table with each other. We do it it's almost every damn week. Yeah. Sometimes, well, lately, twice a week in yeah. a lot of cases, yeah. not the whole chance. group because yeah. obviously Adam doesn't come to this. Yeah. No, but we've been doing but some We've some been playing closer. for two years, you know, every week. Almost, and if there's a cancellation, it's almost always me. That's not true. It has averaged <laughs> almost, almost always. It's averaged out. Yeah. We've had some time that we've had to take it off, but for the most part, I mean, a consistent game. And I know, like, it's I, been really consistent. And we're not trying to rub it on anybody's, you know, face here, I obviously. Who, who, I mean, maybe a little bit, but like, <laughs> I who, think that's quite an accomplishment. It's, it's tough. You? But like, no, when you hear when you hear people like Brendan Mulligan, though, who have actually had a home game that they've been playing for ten years, that just hashtag goals. It's yes, insane. But we've only just yeah, I know, exactly. that's why we can't go back in time and no. have done it. Well, no. no, no, that's what I'm saying. We're just, we're, we've only just begun. It's we've just, just it's just like, I feel uh-huh. like, you know, okay. yeah. And what do you want to, do you want to continue to DM forever? Well, the, or well, are you I mean, ever going to play So that's game? the thing. I wouldn't mind. And that's, I was gonna say, that's a situation where you guys also can totally feel like if you want to take the reins up and even if you just want to do a one shot or something, you know, there's I a lot. talked about uh, there's a lot of taking over there. at least for one, for at least one, um, maybe not like session, but like a, like a storyline that I have to yeah. like finish out and everything like that. It might not complete in one session, but mm-hmm. it's not going to go for yeah, very long. Totally. I have no idea what it would be, but uh, I definitely want to dip my toe in the DMing pool Yeah, and it's, it's, at some point. It's yep. doable for sure. There's also other platforms besides just Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. There are a lot of other resources that you can use. Kobold Press has a lot of really good What's stuff that you the, can uh, get. There is the Kids on Bikes and the Kids yeah, on Brooms series. Yeah, it's Kids on Bikes or Kids on Brooms. So Kids on Bikes is very Stranger Things-esque. It's meant to be like, you know, you are kids in a small town who gain abilities mm-hmm. basically supernaturally through like, it's kind of like a Stranger Things meets like um, the, the DC universe where like the, you know, like 
events happen, like, and all of a sudden people have superpowers now or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so it's a mixture of that. Or there's also the Kids on Broom series, which if you are a huge fan of Harry Potter, check those out because that's really what that is. It's basically like, you know, spells and wands and wizards and there's wizarding school. schools and stuff. There's like houses. there's a whole thing. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's this whole system that you can develop and build. Uh, so I would probably think that if I were going to DM something, that might be something, something like I'd that. start yeah. with because yeah. it seems it like fun. it has a pretty uh, encapsulated world that mm-hmm. helps you um, not have to come up with a lot of that stuff yourself, which is maybe well, sometimes. Well, the other thing, the other thing too that they encourage through the Kids on Bikes and Broom series is uh, cooperative world building, which mm-hmm. is that like you know you can sit around the table, and that's one of the beautiful things that we kind of did a little bit. Like I did not like sitting around this table here when we do this. I didn't conceptualize the entire everything. Yeah. You got, we all sat around and you guys came to me and we all had ideas of what sounds, and you still have ideas that we haven't even gotten to yet of things and places that you want to include. And it's one of those things where as is, as this place grows and fills out and becomes more real to everybody involved in it, you guys will have more things that you want to bring to light, more things that you think would be really cool that you want to see in this world. So yeah. I thought of an idea that you are the story carrier because you have an idea of where you want the story to go. Yeah. And we are maybe like the story furtherers. Like we're the ones who kind of drag the story in a certain direction where you might have to redirect it back in the way that you want, but like we can kind of take it out a little bit. We can add to what you have already done. We fluff it up a little bit, add some shiny details. We are involved. It it doesn't feel like we're in only your world. It feels like we are in our Our world. No, and for people who want to like nerd, who want to take it in a different direction of not like nerd shit so much, look at it like a, like a football thing. I'm more of the coach and you guys are the players, but we're all on the same team. I know mm-hmm. that you guys have a specific format that you need to stay inside. You need to stay inside the lines and you need to reach the, fe- the the goal. You have to get to the goal. How you get there, it's kind of up to you. I can give you suggestions. I can say, hey, you guys could pass it right I now. I slide. But ultimately, <laughs> I, can get, I can give you suggestions, but ultimately that you guys need to decide how you're going to get that ball in the end zone because I can't do it for you. Well, I can't do it for you, you know, I, I, because I'm the coach. So all I can yeah. do is suggest and I can, I can help you guys and give you the tools. No, it's very fun. Yeah. But... But you guys are the ones, you're the players, you're the stars, you're the I, athletes that are on there actually making plays. I'm just sitting back yeah. here and watching it all unfold and telling everybody how it goes down. We figured that out when we set that mill on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the day we saved the train. Yeah. Uh, Somebody just rolls a nat 20 on their persuasion check and... Right. Well, but two times twice. Well. Yeah, <laughs> that is something I do want to get into. Uh, don't, like, 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 definitely allow for those successes, but don't make it implicit on the fact that they have to get them in order to to succeed because even a nat one can still be a success it just means the outcome is less than what you would expect if you tell if you come up to me and you say that you want to get through a door and you want to pick a lock i can go up and you can roll your lock picking ability and as you pick that lock if it's a one if i need you to get through that door i can't i don't need i can make you get through that door still mm-hmm. even with a nat one now someone's heard it's very easy that door. not even that you could, let's say, go the Bugs Bunny route. If you absolutely have to, do the Bugs Bunny thing. Yeah. And make it so that you go up there to pick the lock, and as soon as you hear the pick snap in your hand and break off inside the thing, the door boom, falls down in front of you, smashes into the front of everything, and it just was never on its hinges, and it just falls in front of you, and boom, now it's there. Now you can get in, but now you've also alerted everybody to your presence, and you don't have your lock pick anymore. So three things have now happened. All of them... Not exactly what you expected, but, but I got you through that door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but did you want to discuss maybe who who is Drew, the person? Uh, yeah, Drew is a 
I guess you could say I'm an aspiring voice actor <laughs> and storyteller. <laughs> uh, work as a part-time cook slash server slash whatever in the re- local restaurant here in town. Uh, shout out to Kindred Fair, actually, the place that employs me. You guys are amazing. Uh, it's a great place to eat uh, and get some amazing farm-to-table food. Yeah, I've been to that place since before. That place was even finished being built, so that was pretty cool. I've been pretty much a lifelong cook, which I think is part of the other thing, too, why I'm so into this stuff, because, like, cooking is just another form of, like, artistic expression for me, like, like personal expression. So, like, now that I don't cook as much in my profession and I've become more of a front-of-the-house, like, transition thing, uh, I, I, I use this as my creative outlet more instead of cooking and instead of like messing with food, which is, I have a fun side note about your profession of being a lifelong cook. Yeah. That is how we literally all met each other is, is, yeah. Um, Adam. Yeah. Like, is all you, through cooking. And yeah. I also was working at a couple of different, we were all working at the same, at the same time and same breakfast joint. So We've all local been there. restaurantery brought us all together. Yeah. Brought us together. Yeah. Thank you very yeah, much. Really, that is really cool. That that's town. a neat we little, do. that's we a do. neat little, uh, that alley when we were in college. Yeah. Joe's hot. Yep. <laughs> I, I went in and started flirting with him. <laughs> yeah. And I was also working at the same time down at the diner. Down at the diner, which is where I was. Yeah. When I was cooking down there. Yep. And also Adam came there at some point and I replaced Adam there. Oh, word. Yeah. Okay. He, so he trained already, me. I had already been there. Okay. Yeah, no, Adam trained me. Mm-hmm. Oh, word. And, and then left. I met you. I don't remember when I met you, but I met him just a few months after you got married. Mm-hmm. I also Because she did try to, like, tell yeah, us I know, how much I, I would remember love hearing guys. about how much we would love each other. Here. That's right, because they, yes, no, I remember that. Yep. No, no I remember now. Than I expected. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep timelines straight. I can't remember shit, because I am the oldest one of this group. Like, mean, kind of a lot, if you think about it, the oldest to youngest. Okay, oldest to youngest, but oldest to next oldest, not really. I mean, you make it sound like there's, like, a whole, like, a whole, a whole ten years, years between us, <laughs> you but act it's like only a whole, You eight. act like ten years isn't, like, almost eight years. It's not <laughs> that long. It's not that long. And I tend to feel like I have an older than what I am age-wise, like disposition because i never fit in with my age group ever ever so i feel like i'm so who is drew as a person now that i interrupted you and went on a whole different tangent <laughs> no it's cool um, scratch. <laughs> well i mean it was important that is how we all kind no, of that met, is how so. we met and that's cool but no i'm just i'm just a nerd man i'm a big nerd i got like i love video games i love professional wrestling i love all that dramatic shit like I, i'm into all I, I used to be in plays and shit like that when i was in high school so I've I've done a lot theater of nerd. a lot of theater nerd, music Which nerd. The I'm you are, I am not. Sorry. I just have a lot of I just have a lot of passion for for shit, just stuff. There's just, I, a wide breadth of things I am into, and I like to use. I pick. I, I'm one of. The, I'm a picker. Like uh, there's. Are you a lover and a picker? <laughs> I I steal from all different kinds of things that I love because I love them so much that I want to show not only that. To the other people that I love, but also because I just, I love it so much that I want it to be a part of my stuff too. So I, I pick from everything. I will take voice ideas from different characters from video games or from, you know, other pop culture stuff that I'm interested in and just, just morph them into, to my own things because I just, I love it all so much and I just want to have it all like constantly. I don't know. I love 
nerdy shit TV and video games and yeah. things, and you stream. Yes, I do. Twitch. I do a bunch of that stuff. Yeah, actually. So twitch.tv backslash vox underscore relator r-e-l-a-t-o-r is where people can find me if they want to catch me streaming ever uh i play a bunch of different stupid games i'll do anything though really i've uh, it's just it's a yard sale on there so come on by and check it out sometime if anybody ever wants to but yeah. and you get a tiny little glimpse into the basement yeah into the office a little bit and eventually i'll have more cameras set up down here that i can actually do a whole tour of because i would like to have things like I, I already have one camera that is the one that shoots down over my desk but I would like to get another GoPro set up in here somewhere that we can fire down over the top of this, and then I could actually potentially link. When we're finished with our P90X, we'll consider it. There we go. <laughs> Who are you as a person, Mrs. Smith? <laughs> Mrs. Smith, I am a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> uh, we have three kids that are very, very, very rambunctious. Um, twins. I, twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twin mom. Yep. There, I have older boy Superhero. twins and a younger girl daughter. Or the bear daughter. Um, or the bear why. daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Lion daughter. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes uh, you can hear her screaming. I cannot have a girl yeah, the banshee son. daughter. My banshee daughter. Uh, the you well, you're a big nerd too, though. You I am a very big nerd. Issue. I was also a theater nerd. Um, I am a um, not like a huge video game nerd but i have very specific video games that i do nerd a lot about i'm a big mario fan a lot of nintendo um nintendo for like bitches i'm saying yeah yeah i was like, raised on nintendo yeah, so. i'm from the 80s yeah yeah we're all yeah. from that era where like the older systems just carry that nostalgia um, with us for a lot of it i think i can beat the original jack and daxter in one day i don't know really if that's a brag or it is. uh whoa slow down with the flex okay we own the original fire and ice for the nes that is a brag uh, <laughs> i wish game. i knew what that was oh is that the pokemon uh no it's just like a it, no see that's yeah. I don't, that just shows exactly yeah. my yeah. video game <laughs> not nerdy <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of what other nerd I get into. Uh, I came into D&D uh, later in my life. Like I said, I had to understand it better to be able to come to the table and actually figure out how to do it. Um, but since then, it's kind of like, you know, I can't not. I want to I wanna come back because I have to like, it's like reading a book that you want to know what the next part is. I forget that it's not a book that I'm reading. I forget that it's not a show that I'm watching. I forget it's a story that we're all telling together and I cannot wait to to see what the next part is that we come up with because it's been fantastic <laughs> for two years. Hell yeah. That's great. No, it. The other thing that I've noticed, I've heard you say in the past is that you like to akin this to like dress up. Almost. Oh it's yeah. Okay. Kind of how you, so how you've like my, my, Which you do sometimes. I do. <laughs> Which I do. you are a fan of cosplay. I was going to say my, my kid game of choice when I was a young child was dress up. I would find anything that I could make into an outfit, like a sheet or like an, uh, like a secondhand dress that I would pin up in different ways. And then my sisters and I would play dress up. And of course, as you grow older, you kind of grow out of those games. And I hadn't really like theater kind of helped with that a little bit. Mm -hmm. But that's, you know, that's somebody's specific story that you have to follow and everything. Um, so it kind of touched on that a little, but not as much as what I realized D&D uh, &D can do. So you can incorporate dress up at the table. We don't. Usually we're all in about like PJs and stuff like that. Comfy clothes. And yeah, we're comfy around Well, usually when you first make something like your staff or your whatever things you've made for Poe or whatever, oh, yeah. you, you do tend to at least try them out. At, oh, she at shows time. them off. Kind of, yeah. I do. I do. I do still and love Deary to... And does wear her bear hat. She does wear the bear. We yeah. do have a bear we're, hat. We're yeah. It doesn't have casual. actual... There's no dangles. No, no but we have but a bear, like a bear. hat from winter so. time. <laughs> 
Um, but I do like to dabble in cosplay stuff. I don't actually go anywhere, but I like the um, like the fun of making a character come to life with different makeup and stuff like that and costumes and, you know, all that stuff. And figuring out how to do it, too. I really am interested in, um, like, I guess... Uh, theatrical makeup special effects makeup i'm interested in in stepping Crafting into stuff. that world i am very much a crafter obviously i do i craft a lot she's a maker i am a maker that's what i like to describe myself mm-hmm. as i'm a maker because i dabble in a lot of different everything i like to you know I, I work with wood i work with like regular like mom craft stuff that you would think of you know like arts and crafts and things like Paper, that foam board everything yeah light cleaners all that good stuff i like she's to dabble yes yes <clears throat> So I am. Yeah. yeah. I don't. It's I'm crafty. Yep. I'd say crafty craftsman. <laughs> you crafty craftsmen. You. I make the things. I make. <laughs> I make the food. I make the crafts. I make the kids. You know. With <laughs> <laughs> and, and Drew helps. Drew helped with that. And I helped. <laughs> we both had a hand in that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> That's not no how that hands works. were. No hands well, did anything. I'm just. <laughs> I mean, they may have been present, but that's not what well, babies. <laughs> she said, well, I mean, <laughs> oh lord, I love this they table. may have had a hand in it. I love this table. Uh, oh, see? who are you? I mean, I'm definitely a human. Mm, good. But I was don't ne- really kind of concerned. I wasn't going to ask. You sound like you're trying you a little too hard to convince the audience about that, that we one. did not state this subtle also, thing. Now, that she has mentioned it makes me concerned that perhaps she isn't. Yeah. So. That's what I'm okay. saying. You're does trying it, a little too hard. Does it throw shade on her or does it throw eyes, shade on her? Eyes, am I right? Like mm. Eyes, right? Damn the skin. The eyes are a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm just a weirdo. I don't know. I am a mom slash stepmom to a Lifetime total of three boys and five girls. Lifetime total. <laughs> I really I love that description. I really want to put that the in kill, there. The kill count, um, but different. <laughs> the creation count. Like the, right. I've helped I form like these things into bigger things, you know. Like, I've helped yeah. them. They, I've helped yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> you've got a whole damn tribe. Yes. I yeah. do. You certainly I, have. I do. Yeah. I, I could... Um, yeah, I almost have enough for a basketball team. <laughs> um, small theater tribe. Including the bench, yeah. You definitely have that. Um, You've definitely got a really good um, volleyball team. Probably an acapella choir in there somewhere. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I I am the second oldest here since, you know, we were talking about that. <laughs> um, my age is up for debate because I had a weird shift Last year. Um, I think we all did. <laughs> yeah. Well, right around November when I was 37, all of a sudden people would ask me how old I was, and my instinctive answer was 38, and my birthday wasn't until May. So I just accepted the fact that I turned 38 early, <laughs> and then when my birthday came around, I was really curious to see what would happen, and for a minute there I glitched to 40, but I think I'm settled back at 38 now, so we should be okay. We should be. Okay, well, just skipped 30 like all together. Is just that... for the record, I like it when you say you're like 40, because it makes me feel included. I mean, I really <laughs> am really just like there. I well, mean, what what the fuck does it even matter? I turned 40 yeah. in February, and I'm ready. Like a week later thought I was 41, so there's that. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Let's, I let's aged a whole party. year in a day. Yeah, it feels like it sometimes. <laughs> I really do. Uh, um, what was your basis of, like, nerdism? Like, what got you into, like, the whole, like, fantasy shit? Was it some, um, like, book series or something? Like, what was, like, the big kickoff for you? So... I mean, I always liked the R.L. Stein books that are a little more on the creepy side. Um, Hell yeah. But really, I think my venture into nerdism started with X-Files. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, okay. I was, I was the kid who would stay home from the school dances to watch X-Files on a Friday night because it was a new episode. And no, I can't wait to get home and see it on tape. <laughs> um, right. Must watch now. Yeah. Uh, I've also, uh, nerded out in plays and musicals, um, Hell yeah. mm-hmm. also with the Geneva Theater Guild and the Youth Theater Guild and the School Drama Club. Um, yep. nice, nice, nice. Uh, goodness, uh, well, I, I, wrote, I wrote plays when I was a child. <laughs> nice. So she's a writer. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All, all kinds of different shit, really. Yes. I think I, I'm, I'm not meant to settle on any one thing, and I just kind of do whatever feels right in the moment and follow that, because, I mean, really, what else are we honestly here for? Very true. Well, how are you supposed to follow that, Sherry? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you as a human? We are establishing yeah, Sherry as a human you? before she even has to answer yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Allie is establishing that Sherry is a <laughs> I'm helping with she the is. cover. You're insinuating. Oh my God, you just, Do you know? Are I you still always knock on your door. <laughs> you know I was. I knocked on your door for 10 minutes before you told me in the text message to come on in. <clears throat> just still putting out Did there, you? I've never walked into your door before without being invited. I'm not saying I'm a vampire. I'm just saying I'm not, not a vampire. <laughs> Not she's invited me in. <laughs> but I totally get that. I'm, I am the same. I like, yeah, I don't. I can't. I can't go. Into I would literally probably maybe come into your. I don't even go to my parents' bedroom. I never even like. I just that's like interesting. I, just, I don't do breaking personal space boundaries. I enjoy boundaries very much as a human being. We talked about Which my I guess personal I just, things. Cats <laughs> out of the bag now. <laughs> I'm a human. Right. <laughs> uh, see. You tried to convince me otherwise. Tricked you. Got you. Got you there and then. Gotcha. Or is that the rose? I fucking foiled myself. <laughs> you foiled yourself? I foiled myself. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. I, I need to go change. Myself. I, I, I foiled myself. So <laughs> my math head automatically goes stupid. Oh, no. See, the Algebra first thing that when you, like, because foils, I immediately was like, she made a nice little tin hat. <laughs> oh, foils, I immediately went man- Magic the Gathering cards. Oh, there you go. Wow, so. we all went totally different directions. Myself. That's great. So, going back to nerd stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Nerd stuff. So, what got me into nerd stuff? I was very young. 1985. I don't know, whatever year Nintendo came out. Yeah. NES. Ooh. Yeah. We got one for Christmas that year. Mm. Nice. And it wasn't just my brother and myself, my older brother, my little brother was too little. But we were pretty obsessed. Um, I didn't play as much as just so much watch him and my, of all people, my mother. And then because my mother got involved, next in line would be my grandmother. <laughs> and my grandmother, y'all, <laughs> till the day she couldn't sit up and play with her hands, play with her hands, you know, <laughs> use her hands to play. My grandma, a gamer. Yeah, like, nice. Awesome. What did she play? Um, she played the Super Nintendo and she really liked just like either Dr. Mario or, you know, Tetris or. Nice. Yoshi's hilarious. Island, I think, is on yep. that one. Yep. Um, yeah, Super Mario. My grandma loved Zelda. Nice. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Well, we had the Commodore. I mean, I guess it really started <laughs> way back then. But I remember at our house we had yeah, nice the Nintendo. I totally yeah. forgot. Yes, we had in television and fucking Commodore. But anyway, <laughs> started pretty young. 
Yeah. And my we always had like I think a good sense of humor in the family, so my dad would let us. I don't know, maybe it was ill advised, but we watched like Mel Brooks movies and stuff when we were real oh, little. Oh, same. We'd Our be quoting stuff well. like that, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't really a lot of restrictions. Maybe slightly on inappropriate for children, we, but who cares? <laughs> I don't remember there being things like you weren't allowed, you know. Yeah. Right. I think um, if it, I feel like maybe Mel Brooks was like. It was a, more situation. A lot of it was situational comedy well, though, where it was like higher above kids. Little kids don't get it. Right. Exactly. Or at least that's what she the gives great helmet, true. and yeah. I'm like 32 watching that, going, oh, <laughs> right, like, like, oh like, my yeah, god, yeah. there you go. But like, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like you don't think about that. Cause, I don't know. fucking know. No, exactly. I still thought it was hilarious. I don't know. And then what was the other point in that one? Sorry. No, 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 no. You were younger watching Mel Brooks movies. Playing Nintendo. Sent the humor. Nah, fuck, it's gone. I'm so sorry. No, it's cool. <laughs> um, you, you feel like you weren't really. Oh, we didn't really no have like restrictions on things we yeah. could watch or not. So right. Uh, like, but because my brother is the older brother and would watch wrestling and like dominated his life, still does. Watches the Buffalo Bills games, wearing his, you know, replica wrestling belt as Buffalo Bills fans tend to for some reason. Do um, we would yes. be watching wrestling Saturday morning. No, that's a real thing. I yeah. am so confused. Okay. I actually know more than one person that does that. <laughs> My brother was. But, okay, there was a point to that. But it translated into, I think, me watching cartoons a lot later in life and enjoying them very much. And so still, right, like, if you were to ask me what my favorite thing to go to, it's going to be Futurama. It's an animated right. show. Like, that's just a nerdy as fuck thing. And what's the natural progression from watching one of your favorite characters play Dungeons & Dragons on TV? And do it yourself. Wow, yeah. that was a lot to get there, Sherry. Holy no, that's it's but good that's, though. Yeah, uh, no, but me, I enjoy very much genealogy. I've been doing that for a long time, and yep. uh, fucking digging ass deep in that. And I really like cemeteries. And then I used to write, write poetry, and it was all like dark, crazy, like Edgar Allan Poe stuff. And everybody yes. was all worried about me. Mm-hmm. Like, I was gothic <laughs> and whatever, and I was like all scared or something. I don't actually know. <laughs> but um, yeah, now I'm just like an old lady with. Uh, um, senior in high school and a 20 year old who if you've listened to the podcast have heard play he played on the yeah um, he joined us for the uh bones malone he was bones yes malone, he was yeah. bones he malone was. which also was really super cool that, that we could cool. do that by the it way was, like yeah, that was a lot of fun fantastic and like time. i don't know i mean i know podcasts where it's like the only other podcast i know of that has done that purposefully is the my brother my brother and me podcast where they played D and the three brothers got their dad to play with them and oh, they started fun. their own thing where it was the dad and then one of their son it's the dad who plays with his two boys as the party and then the eldest son is the dm and he dms for the family and That's it's really cool, cool. like uh, there's a i'd like to throw out that if we keep this going for as long as we can and i hope that we can our, i know a oh, few kids other kids will track. definitely be oh, like, yeah. 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 i imagine this we'll be doing this for a long time unless something so. major yeah, happens sure. hmm, the goal eventually <laughs> is to you know let my wow. kids take over the DM stuff, and then I'll just sit back and oh. play. Yeah, you actually get to step up and play for a change. That'd yeah. be fun. Someday. Yeah, because that is one of the chronic things with that, but you know, you get there. Was there anything else that you wanted to do? Uh, I just wanted to mention that I love my dogs. <laughs> oh, right on, we yeah. love your dogs, too. Yeah, your dogs, your are, dogs awesome. are fantastic. I have some beefy boxers, and I have a big garden, and I have a husband. And that's me in a nutshell. This is me in a nutshell. I'm actually in a nutshell right now. And shout out to all our friends and family who have listened to this, by the way. We love you all immensely. You guys are amazing. Thank you for supporting us through all this. This has been so much fun since we've started doing this. And, like, it's... 
it's weird because sitting here and just like playing games with you guys makes me want to like do this with everybody, but mm-hmm. like unfortunately I can't. So the fact that they're able to at least join us and kind of stay and be a part of this, you know, we're really I'm really thankful for that. And I know the rest of us, like speaking for the table, we're all very thankful for you guys to be mm-hmm. here. Definitely. Yeah. I am glad that you enjoy how much we enjoy making our stories together. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. It's funny too, though, because now that I've looked at the numbers and seen like that we're not just in the U.S. and that people outside of the U.S. are listening to us, I've it's forced me to even become like a little bit better of a DM, just in the sense of how I describe things. Because I saw myself when I was writing earlier for a future episode, um, describing an obstacle course as very American gladiators esque. Mm. I'm thinking to myself, or American Ninja Warrior. I'm like, do people know that shit like outside of the U.S.? Like, is that a thing? Or is that just oh, like some stupid cult shit wow, that only the yeah. U.S. like watch a bunch of like bodybuilders shoot tennis well, balls at the, losers? I mean, you like, just say Olympic style. Yeah. yeah. Know <laughs> the that. thing with that, though, is it might encourage some of the, the context yeah, true. of it with what most people in other countries do kind of picture America as doing something like American Ninja Warrior or American Gladiator still paints yeah, it does a kind pretty of, accurate very picture. Accurate. True, because even somebody who's never heard of what it's American like Gladiators are sounds like... even to outsiders well, they've heard about American given our Gladiator. reputation. Yeah. And an American Gladiator sounds like somebody who's like... carrying like a, the lid of a trash can in one hand and a fucking like long-ass sausage in the other trying to beat the other people <laughs> to death with it so he can eat his food in peace. I thought that was <laughs> what that was. I mean, it, it sounds Sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, no, there's more tennis balls oh, involved in American Gladiators. <laughs> we need to find a perfect way to wrap, wrap this up because every time we try to close it, we keep talking. Right on. No, yeah. So, well, then there we go. Uh, yeah. So, thank you guys. I mean, that, that that's really it. Like, I mean, this has been, like, the episode so far. We can wrap it up with this. Like, Or uh, how about this? Um, let's do, like, a... Like, what are we all looking forward to for, like, the next bit? And, like, what, what do we plan on talking about, like, the next time we get around here? I, I'm looking forward to next time, like, we do this, maybe diving a little more into... Like what? What is like the your your favorite thing to draw inspiration from when you're creating a character? Like, is there like a specific art thing that you do? Do you go to like Pinterest and like Google shit, or are you one of the people who like reads a book and then puts that down and goes and makes your character, or are you just somebody who has all these people floating around in your head all the time and you're just like, I'm gonna use this one today? Like, how does how does that go for you? Like, or whatever? I don't know. What am I looking forward to? Yeah. In this campaign campaign or in D and D in general across the board. Why not in this campaign? Sure. What are you looking forward to? What do you think is what are you looking forward to for for UV personally? Well, because we are only second level, I think and because I've only ever played a magic user for just a minute here, I think I'm really excited to see what other kind of magic there is. (laughs) Like (laughs) what other spells there are because um I have obviously not used all the ones I can so far. But like, this is your first experience with the Druid in 5e, right? Yes. So. And to be fair, when I played, I mean, it was so long ago, I, I really don't remember anything even about it. But I don't even remember if It I might was, be a good thing, though, because it could have yeah. messed with what I you would think yet. how this works. I remember so. Entangle. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Cool. Um, right so I'm just looking forward to, because magic's fun. Like, I yeah. never really, it, did, it seemed like yeah. too daunting to me while I was trying to figure the game out. But now that I know the game. Um, yeah, looking forward to that. Heck yeah. And playing it off is fun. It's different. It's, um, I'm enjoying it. Awesome. And how I usually make a character, uh, after we, of course, roll them up and everything. Designing, like, figuring out what she's, she or he is going to look like. For example, you, um, 
whichever one of you made my character Hux in Hero Forge kind of d- essentially decided what he looked like. But it was real damn close to what we had decided. <laughs> right, right. Because Ellie yeah, had said and mentioned something about Mark Harmon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we yes. just all sort of just pictured that for a long time. We did. Yes. We did for a very long time. Oh, so that's one of those things <laughs> yeah. that, I would lo- that I love doing, too. Like a too. beachy, stubbly When Mark he goes Harmon. to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So that was my character Hux for a long time. But, like, for, for the ones I've made, other ones I've made in the past, I just... um. Wood elf in the Google search. Yep. See what they look like, you know, as a general rule. And then I draw my own. I mean, I steal body shapes from other people, but I kind of... Right on. And then this one, of course, I had commissioned a proper... Yeah, which you can also check out on our Facebook page, by the way. Yes, yes. Uh, What about you, Missy? What are you looking forward to for the next uh, little bit with Katya, like, going forward? Oh, I am really, really looking forward to the development and reveal of her whole backstory i am looking forward to that too (laughs) i have not i haven't really had any character arcs this big with anything else we've done so this has been a real treat for me because i have been able to you know work with drew to figure out some really fun plot twists and i just can't wait to share that with everybody yeah it's gonna be fun it's gonna be really cool um yeah, what about you? What about uh, six? Anything in store that you are looking forward to for So it's funny that you say that you're looking forward to more magic, Sherry, because this is my first character that is not a magic character at all. So I am kind of looking forward to uh, working out how she can be like uh, sneaky and tricky and still be useful in battle. And it's a completely different approach than what I have been used to in any of the other games I've played. So I would really, I really want to open her up and, and, See how she rides down the road. I guess it sounds really bad. <laughs> just ro- yeah, rogues are just one of those things. I just right? not want to open this key to get up, man. Yeah, well, rogues are one of those characters that uh, you really have to find that that sweet spot with them because sometimes, like certain rogues, you get too you get up too close and you realize that your rogue is just a little too squishy and they get knocked down a lot. Right. But then you need to find that 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 space still of total to effectiveness to... where you can still work right. within your character's limits, right. but but still feel like you're doing something more than just the same you know rinse repeat. I really kind of appreciate that it's a challenge because again, this is the first time I have no magic whatsoever. Like I've had a, like a slight magic and a lot of magic, and now this is like none whatsoever. Yep. So yep. I have to really really figure it out. And uh, like again, I have to point out most of my magic characters have been a I stay so far back that you can barely see me and then I throw heavy magics at you. So in fact, like we have a joke an on you just don't hit hit Poe. You don't you hit Poe. Yeah. When you hit Poe, it's very bad. All hell breaks loose. <laughs> she is a tiefling after all. But she doesn't get hit. And you and hope Hux gets you. That's right. That's right. You prefer it. Yeah. <laughs> Dicks are shed. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to get your dick. <laughs> well, on uh, that note, <laughs> we're going to wrap this up today, guys. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. This has been so much fun just sitting around here shooting the shit with you guys. First of all, like this has been really cool. This is a good way to just kind of relax and unwind between all this. We have a lot of chaos coming up in the next couple of weeks. What with the beginning of September happening and our kids all going back to school respectively. So just a quick note for that, guys. News and notes uh, before we get out of here. Uh, we are going to be taking the traditional two weeks after this episode drops before the next one will release, just because we want to make sure that we give it enough time to do it justice, record it properly, 
see how this works with recording when the kids are at school and just make sure that there are no like first week interruptions or any rough stuff going on. We want to get through like a good week of school first. Plus it'd be cool to get a little feedback. Um, if people are actually in for whatever reason, enjoy listening to us just banter and talk, we could potentially include more of that in our episodes. If yeah, this is also something feedback on that. Right? Yeah. Or even, um, do more of these in the future because right. this between the sheets thing could be something that we can, we can start doing more of for sure. Like I'm, I'm all about, letting you guys like behind the screen and behind like you know what we're doing down here and and, and figuring out like not, so it's not just the production i like the idea of how this is our story it can also kind of become our listeners can be part of that story yeah. too we need Absolutely. feedback to help and um understand what it is that you like and to anybody hear. who wants to help out like like you you will like i really we all we all appreciate any feedback that we can get like if you guys are fielding questions to us and then also as a side note there's like a character name that you really love that you want to hear included in the podcast character throw it our way always appreciate it throw it our way because yeah. i will name an npc after you guys for you guys and we will make them like an integral part of like the story for right. at least and a little bit asking for donations no it's fine you I, we just want to hear from you guys we want to know that you're out there listening, listening. yeah That's exactly right. so, so you want so, us to set more shit on fire let us know <laughs> hey. we know that <laughs> we are being know. heard because we can see the numbers what we want now we want you guys to be heard like so go ahead and give us a shout on facebook uh you can find us there at uh facebook.com slash dat pod i believe is where we are dice at the table is it dice at the table is what that is we'll have to actually yeah i'll uh pretty sure We'll, link it. we'll post the links in yeah. the in the description as well as uh, posting well, it on our Facebook page. Yeah. It's you can find us anywhere that you guys find podcasts: Spotify, Google Play. Don't think we're on iTunes, but uh, no. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. And once again, we'll see you guys in two weeks. I hope everybody has a safe Labor Day and enjoys the holiday here in the states and elsewhere. Just you know, enjoy your time. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. And uh, yeah. We love you guys. <laughs> there, you can click that in at the beginning. Bye. 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 Bye.